0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Roll Radio. All right, before we start the show, I wanted to let you guys know about a cool new product I've been using. So, as you probably know, I spend a lot of time sitting in front of my computer screen editing the podcast. And I realized um, that over the years, I kind of started to let myself go a bit. And I found myself feeling uh, tired and run down most of the day. Um, You know, and chugging coffee all day wasn't helping me any. So I decided to add some new health and wellness habits to my daily routine. So Liquid IV is a category-winning hydration brand. And their hydration multiplier is kind of like a long rest in a convenient little package. In just one stick, I get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. And I use it now in the mornings before I go for a long walk and when I'm feeling run down after editing all day. It's really been a game changer for me. My favorite flavor is Tropical Punch, and I always keep some handy in my bag of holding, right? And I also love that Liquid IV is made with premium ingredients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV also partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. Like True Heroes, they've donated over 39 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world, and that's awesome. So I want to let you guys know that you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code rollradio all lowercase, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code Roll radio at liquidiv.com. All right, now let's tune in to Roll Radio.
1: Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role playing game. Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to Farah Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes.
0: You guys made your way down a grand stairwell to the ground floor of the Flotian Manor. There, you discovered several magnificent suits of elven armor. While investigating them, Cullen suddenly decided that uh, he should go back upstairs and check the front door. <laughs> Esmir, thinking this was, you know, strange behavior, even for Cullen, mm. <laughs> uh, ran after him and cast a spell magic on him, snapping him back into reality. Meanwhile, Jake, still on the ground floor, watches as two of the suits of armor begin to move. They both raise their great elven swords and begin to lumber towards Jake. And it's your turn, Jake. What are you gonna do?
1: All right, uh, the first one I'm going to, I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame on the guy who is right in front of me. So Sacred Flame at Animated Elven Armor 1, he fails. Whoa doing eight points of damage to him Mm -hmm. and i only have one spell slot left this is so messed up
0: so i'm going to keep my book with me and hope these guys come running back quick okay Esmir, you're at the top of the grand stairwell uh when you hear jake over the uh over the walkie talkie ring say something about suits of armor coming to life and then you hear the familiar sound of jake's sacred flame what are you going to do
2: I'm gonna like, run down. I'm gonna run down the stairs. I'm still invisible, and I'm going to um, actually. While I'm passing this guy up, I might as well shock and grasp him. Okay. I'll still stay invisible because it's not a concentration spell.
0: Uh, no, invisibility ends when you attack. Oh uh, yes. It us? Yep. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, I might as well. So I'm down. You know, I'm gonna go. Actually back up the stairs too so I'm not right next to him
0: okay so you're still on the staircase
2: but I can see him right yeah mm-hmm. okay and I'm going to viciously mock him
0: okay
3: your mom was a toaster
2: Asmaras <laughs> gonna put her she's gonna put her arms out ooh I'm a scary armor animated piece of junk <laughs> I'm stupid <laughs> That's <I'm> gonna
0: say.
2: <laughs> he failed.
0: He failed.
1: There's not a lot of brains inside of an uh, animated suit of armor. And their
0: intelligence is zero. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, a four and a three.
0: Okay, so you viciously mock this animated suit of armor, and it doesn't even flinch, and you realize that it did nothing to it. Oh. Because it's so dumb? Yes, it's so dumb that it's immune to psychic damage. Oh. Oh, Then you turn visible, and then its head turns. (laughs) 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 And it looks right up the stairs at you. Dang it. Wow, that sucks. Then we cut to Cullen at the top of the stairs. So Cullen, you look down, and you see Esmir's halfway down the stairs. Jake's at the bottom on the ground floor, and two suits of armor are about to flank him. What are you going to do? So I can see
3: this thing as I'm coming down the stairs. I was wondering, for the purposes of grappling, is it possible to use athletics to, like, because I'm at a level above him, could I, like, jump down on top of him and try and knock him over? Sure nice (laughs) I was just thinking well I'd be running down and he's below me and I'm up here and I was thinking what if I just like grab a banister or you know the the bottom of the the floor above me and just like swing and jump there, try be cool. and like land
0: on him. That would be cool. And knock him over. We gotta have
2: some cool. swa, a hey, the squash, swashbuckling music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you you run down the stairs, and as you near the end, you leap off the staircase, fly down, and slam into this suit of armor. So let's roll, uh, let's roll contested strength checks to see if you knock this suit down.
3: Oh, okay so i roll strength he rolls strength and whoever gets higher yep right on
2: oh boy 14 oh, 14. 14. okay Oof. Well, he might be
0: strong. It's hard to know. And it rolls a seven. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you you come flying down, and it's not fast enough to react. It just watches you fly towards it, and you slam right into it, and knock it to the ground.
2: Nice. Nice. I was right. I was right about you.
1: I just watch you land on him.
2: That was great.
1: My kill
0: flies up.
2: <laughs> let's get out. Oh, See, was nothing
0: it? worn. All right, what's AC gonna do? He's gonna see.
2: AC's behind me. He's gonna stay behind
0: me. All right, then we cut to the other suit of armor as it makes its way up to Jake. And I say, What do you want? (laughs) And it it doesn't answer. It just swings its massive sword at you. And hits with a dirty 20, doing 2d6 plus 3. Oh, maximum damage, 15 points, oh. and it swings again and hits with an 18 oh doing nine more points of damage. Wow. Oh no, sorry, 12 points of damage. Oh, even worse. <laughs> that puts me into heavy. Oh man, that was quick. Yep, it was almost 30 points. And then we cut to Cullen standing next to the suit of armor he just knocked down and the suit stands back up.
3: Geez, that didn't accomplish much, did it?
2: It stopped him from attacking Jake. Uh, He would have two of them on him.
3: Well, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true.
2: And
0: it swings its greatsword at you. And hits with a 21. Doing nine points of damage. And it swings again. And misses with an 11. Mm. And as Cullen dodges, we cut to Jake being hacked up by the other suit. What are you gonna do, Jake?
1: So I'm going to cast spirit guardians
0: and hope I don't die. Your angelic librarians. <laughs> little sexy my little librarians? librarian
1: angels come out. Exactly. <laughs> Look at them. They're so beautiful. And they're going, shh, shh help me, my sexy librarians
0: i'm being beaten alive (laughs) rescue me so cullen you're fighting this suit of armor and at one point uh you're up close to it you know face to face with it when suddenly the visor on its helmet swings open oh no and you don't see anything inside the helmet but you suddenly feel something whiff past your face like right in front of your nose oh i think i just dodged something and then The visor snaps shut and you hear the skittering of tiny claws on metal.
3: Oh, there's something else inside of it.
0: Then we cut to Esmir on the staircase. You look down and see the boys battling two animated suits of armor. Jake looks in bad shape and he's released his spirit guardians. What are you going to
2: do? I love sexy librarians, they're my fave, they're my fave. Which is the one that got hit already? The one that's closer to me, or the one that's the one by... that's closer
1: to you? I hit that guy with uh, Sacred Flame.
2: I'm gonna shoot some level two magic missiles at this guy. Okay. So uh, he's gonna get four magic missiles Oh, his stupid
3: face. Shiny metal ass.
2: Phew! Three. Another three. Another three.
3: Right on. Looks like you're whittling
1: him down.
2: Okay. One more. He's in heavy. Two. Come on.
1: That's good. You're beating the crap out of him. Four, 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 three. That's 15 points.
2: Nice. Very nice. And then I'm gonna go back up couple steps, just so I'm a little bit further away. All
0: right, Cullen, you got this animated suit of armor in your face when suddenly a barrage of magic missiles slam into it, putting like four dents into its metal plates. What are you gonna do?
3: It's uh, time for some melee, so I'm gonna start swinging my axe. Finish
2: him, finish him.
3: Oh, geez. Missed. Fourteen misses. Um, Your axe just bounces off its armor. Holy craps Well, I got back all of my maneuvers when we took a short rest, so I'm going to throw some precision on that and see if I can make 14 into something useful. Fifteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Seventeen misses. It takes more than seventeen to hit these guys. Holy smack.
0: Yes, this is some tough elven plate armor.
3: Oh, jeez. Okay, well, I don't, I guess I've committed now, so another swing, <sighs> 15. 15 misses. And the sword. Come on, sword. I got a bad feeling about this.
2: Hit.
0: Just barely, you found an open spot.
2: This should be enough. Kill him, kill him.
0: Doing eight points of damage. He's down to one little tiny dot.
1: Uh, but it wasn't enough to take him out. No, but one more hit and he's dead.
3: Yeah, he's going to do some damage before he's dead, though. That's the problem.
1: Oh, he's going to get hit. No, he's he's going to miss. Get some, he's going to get some... Yeah,
2: the sexy librarian. Exactly. And,
3: oh, because he's within the danger zone. They're going to sock him.
2: Revoke his library card. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All
3: right, you going to stay there? Uh, Well, if I disengage, he'll swing at me, so Yeah. All right.
0: then I tell you to... what, I
3: could do though, right? I could go. I, I, if, can I move diagonally in front of Jake without disengaging? Just move a square.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a little, you know, buffer between the cleric and the animated douchewang. <laughs>
1: <laughs> douchewang. Nice. Nice. <laughs> you, animated
3: douchewang. It's the sound that it makes when you hit him. Do shwang
2: <laughs> Do shwang do swang, do shwang Do duh-shwang,
0: Alright, what's AC gonna do?
2: AC is going to stay behind Esmir.
0: Okay, now it's Spirit Guardian time. Yes. So uh, target both suits of armor and roll their wisdom saving throws. Okay.
2: Shush them. Shush them with the Guardians. Shush them.
0: Blast that rat.
3: They're. There's some freaking rat ratatouilleing this armor up in here. <laughs> fails. Fails.
0: Fails. fails. Number two fails. Number,
1: Number two fails. The guy who's Double. all alive. <laughs> so three d8 radiant. Yikes,
2: that's gonna stink.
1: I hope it does. Hopefully, get some He's good, high rolls. good. Sixteen. Sixteen points of damage.
2: Yowza.
1: That was good. And so now the second guy,
0: number one. He
2: can, he can die.
0: I hope. Oh yeah Yes. Even fails. if he takes half, he's fucked. D20 minus five. Oh, boy. And rolled a 14 and got a nine. Wow. There is zero wisdom inside that nice. armor.
2: God, goodbye. Goodbye. And
1: the hot goodbye. librarians kill him. <laughs> ah, it goes down. <laughs> they smash him with the card catalog. Ooh. It's just the radiant damage sends
0: him crumbling to his knees.
1: Clink, clank, clunk.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the suit falls apart, and all the pieces just crumble to the ground. And as it does, the other suit swings at Jake. This is where it sucks.
2: Miss, miss. Yeah, because
0: if you die, no more sexy librarians.
2: Come on. Miss.
0: And hits with a twenty-two. Oh boy. That's not gonna be good. Ah, it rolled a two and a one. Yes. Oh, oh my god, I needed sure. that. Woo! Here comes the second swing. Miss
1: miss, miss, miss. miss, 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 miss,
2: miss, miss. And It hits
0: with a nineteen. Oh yeah. fudge. And that's that. Oh, not, necessarily, that's not necessarily, uh, not necessarily. Nine points of damage, and Jake is
1: still standing. I got three hit points left. Dang it. Holy shit. Somebody kill him. I will try, but... Get me out of here. His armor is tough,
3: and... I'm stuck. I don't know what else to do. All right, Jake,
0: you're still alive. Barely. (laughs) What are you going to do?
1: Get behind me! (laughs) Yeah. That's what I need to do. I need to get behind Cullen. So I'm going to disengage. Okay. So it's only five feet around me.
0: The Guardians? Yeah. No, 15 feet.
1: 15 feet. So if I go directly behind him, like over here by the, where the other body is, mm-hmm. um, it, will, it will still peg him, right? Yes. Okay, cool. That's where I'm going
0: to go. Okay. And as you're making your way over there, you see the helmet's visor open up. <laughs> Something ran away. I think it's hiding in the helmet. And do I see anything? You do not. It's invisible. And a few seconds later, Esmir, you feel something sharp dig into your neck. Ouch! And then you feel something being injected into your body. Mm. Roll a constitution saving throw.
1: Oh my God, I hope it's not like a poison dart. 16. That's, That's good. I think that's good. That's
0: good, that's
1: good, that's
2: good, that's good. That is good.
0: So you'll only take half of 3d6. Oh, that's nice. That's a lot. So you take half of 11. Ouch. So five points of poison damage. Ooh, damn it. And then appearing out of thin air, fluttering right next to your face, is a teeny tiny devil, (laughs) complete with horns, bat wings, and a scorpion tail dripping with a nasty green goo. And it says, hey, what's up?
2: Hey, Ugly, how are you? Uh, not too bad. Oh, okay. Now,
0: it's your turn, Esmir. What are you gonna do?
2: Um, I'm going to reach into my hair, and I'm gonna grab my barrette out of my hair, and I'm gonna stab it with my poison hairpin. I got poison too, idiot! <laughs>
0: okay, roll your roll your dagger attack.
2: A four and a five. Nine.
0: Okay. The tiny devil dodges out of the way.
2: Ah. Son of a bitch. So that was my action. What can I do as a bonus action? Nothing. That's all I can
0: do. All right, Cullen. Uh, next to you is an animated suit of armor. And halfway up the grand staircase is Esmere swatting at what looks like a tiny devil. <laughs> it's your turn. What are you gonna do?
3: Um, I'm going to take, I'm gonna try and take out the animated armor because that seems to be Yeah. prudent at this juncture. Yeah. We'll do the battle-axe. Gosh, there's gotta be a way that I can give myself an advantage here. I'm just gonna have to use precision. Um. Oh
0: boy! Oh, 17.
2: Seventeen.
3: There we go. Twenty-four. Nice. Twenty-four hits. Nice. Ah, oh, buggers! Oh god! The lowest damage. amount of damage possible.
0: Five damage.
3: Um, that's not heavy. another axe swing. Another twenty-four.
1: Nice. Ooh, that's nice. Eleven damage.
3: That's where's he at now? Oh, he's almost there. That's what I'm Come saying. On. Um, let's give it the college try with the sword.
2: Come on, baby.
1: 15
0: oh,
3: misses. Oh,
2: yeah.
3: no, I'm, would I add If I had precision to that, there's possible. It's possible. 18, 15, 19. 19 hits. 19 hits. hits. Nice. Nice.
1: Goodbye.
0: Five plus four, nine. 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 And it goes down. There you uh, go. And just like the other one, The magic that was holding it together fades and it crumbles to the ground into a heap of metal pieces.
3: All right. Um, But I have no more attack actions I can do, but I could do an action surge and try to hit the
0: imp. Okay. Now it's more than 30 feet away up the staircase.
3: So what I'm thinking is, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to toss my dart of destiny.
2: Oh yeah. Or,
3: or my debilitating dart. Otherwise, aka debilitating dart. AKA Dart of Destiny.
0: <laughs>
2: La. The Dart of destiny. Oh. Destiny. Destiny. destiny.
3: Um throw it! Then I shall.
2: Squint one eye when you throw it. <laughs> Squint one eye.
3: And I stick my tongue out of the corner of my mouth.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Fifteen. You missed. It missed. Oh. Bo-honey. But what if? Do you have an inspiration what if I point? use a? Uh, no, I'm thinking I'll use a, uh, one of my maneuvers, and I could try and add a little precision to that. Okay. So precision, and we'll see if we can make that a little special. A little. Dirty. So one d8. Additional. Come on. Four makes it nineteen. Nineteen hits. Nice. Bullseye. Nice.
2: Ow. What
3: the hell? <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring up the chart and we'll roll another 1d8. 8. Slow. He's now affected by slow. If he makes a DC 13.
1: That's good.
0: Okay. So he rolls a wisdom saving throw.
2: Roll something crappy.
0: He rolls a natural 20. Wow. Uh, well,
3: he did take, he did take 1d4 damage. So there's that. <laughs>
0: okay. So go ahead and roll the damage. Four, 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 four. <laughs> Six. Partially resisted. Oh. Maloney. So the dart flies up the staircase and sticks into the imp, and he's like, ow! And he pulls it out to look at it, and the dart disappears. And he's like, ooh, cool.
3: <laughs> well, um, I took an attack action, so I still have another thrown weapon I can throw. So I'm going to throw my axe, one of my axes at him. 18 is a hit. Yeah. Oh, maximum nice. damage, 10 points. He's nice.
0: heavy. That was awesome. And that's all I can do. All right. Then we go to AC
2: AC. If he goes over here, will he give me advantage? Yes. Okay. ooh. ooh. be careful, AC. Don't die. So I just had him fly on the other side of the imp.
0: Okay, and then we cut to Jake down on the first floor, who's looking pretty beat up. What are you gonna do, Jake?
1: Okay, I'm gonna burn my third level slot and my last third level slot and um, cure wounds on me because I got three hit points left. Yeah. Um, 3d8 plus four, please be high. Oh, nice. Pretty good. 22. Nice. That's so swell. So it's swell, but I'm still pretty wounded. So I, however, am going to um, sit tight because I'll keep my eye on the animated dude and hope he
0: doesn't wake up. And then the imp who's looking in bad shape suddenly disappears. Oh! And in its place, you see a tiny black fly and it quickly flies down the grand staircase, down to the basement level, and disappears into the darkness.
1: Oh. You will get you, you imp. Rats, we
3: missed our chance. You wimp. Baloney. Well, he's gonna go warn people.
0: All right, so let's go out of initiative. And uh what do you guys want to do now? I want to explore this floor. Sure. All
1: who
2: are with me say
1: hi. Hey.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go listen at this door over here.
3: Yeah, the first nearest door where the suit of armor fell.
2: Okay,
0: I'll take a perception check.
2: I got a 17. Ooh.
0: All is quiet. All oh,
2: is quiet. It's quiet behind this door, guys.
0: Then let's go through... Should
2: we stealthily... Is it locked?
0: It is not locked.
2: I must just stealthily squeak the door open a little bit and peek my eye in there.
0: (laughs) You crack open the door and you look into a room furnished with a wooden table, a couple chairs, and shelves filled with dishes and cutlery in ceramic gold and silver. A wooden cabinet with small doors stands in the southwest corner. It has a metal crank on its side and directly across from you is a closed wooden door.
2: This is like this, the back kitchen here, guys.
3: It's like a dumbwaiter in it for delivering yeah. food. To the other floor. Ooh,
2: I think we could do like a Lafemme Nikita scene here, guys, with the dumbwaiter.
1: I ain't getting to no a dumbwaiter. i
2: going to take a step in.
1: Yes, we should follow.
2: And are Jake's spirit guardians still fluttering about?
1: <laughs> yes, they are.
2: Hey, ladies, come on in. Follow us in.
1: Let me go over to this store and listen.
2: Can I examine some of the stuff in this room?
0: hmm I rolled a nine. All is quiet on the other side of the door. And Esmir, you look around and you realize this isn't where they cook the food, it's where they plate the food to be served. It's a butler's right. pantry. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
3: This is This is the room where they put the tiny little silver salt shaker and pepper pot on the platter.
2: <laughs> okay. So, do they have fancy like Elven cutlery and stuff like that here?
0: Yeah, it's all fancy Elven dinnerware.
2: Okay, Asmir's gonna start filling up her bag of holding. What are you doing back there? Stop pilfering his! Shut goods. up! We gotta listen. We're doing some shopping for the apartment. We're gonna have Elven fineries. <laughs> it's gonna be so cool. We got a whole set here, guys. It's gonna be kick-ass. For what? For our apartment, bro.
3: For the, those guys' secret base.
2: If you ever bring a lady over, she might be impressed. It seems a little highbrow for me. Oh
1: really? <laughs> Perhaps you shouldn't take from your friends.
3: He's more of an employer than a friend.
2: Hey, elves—they got more than more crap than they need. They don't even know what they have. They won't even know it's missing. You keep justifying it, <laughs> now,
1: come along.
3: I want to give Steno something to work with, you know? Yeah. Maybe a platter, some nice plates. It's going to be cool.
1: <laughs> Stop stealing stuff. Come on, let's go through this door.
3: I'm going to check this um, dumbwaiter situation, the, the thing with the cranky wheel mm-hmm. and seat. Does it go up and down or just up? It just goes down. It
1: goes down. Oh, it goes down. So the kitchen is below. So that's mm. even more interesting.
2: That's our Lefem Nikita getaway plan. <laughs>
1: All right. Um, is that everything in the room? Or are you going to look look for more stuff?
2: I don't know. Got, I think I'm good. Did you
1: find a creamer, like a
2: pewter creamer? Oh, now you're interested. <laughs> <about it. laughs> I'm just wondering if you're done stealing. Oh, I'm just kidding. This is just the warm-up here.
3: (laughs) There's a full tea service. She just slides the tray.
1: (laughs) Pot falls in. China, the glasses.
2: You're going to appreciate this when we're having tea.
1: Maybe I'll thank you one day, but for now,
0: let's go (laughs) through this door. So you open the door and look into a grand dining hall. It's like 80 feet long, and a massive long oak table with a score of high-backed chairs sits in the middle of this hall, and it spans almost the entire length of the room. You see two fireplaces, a huge one on the east wall, and a smaller one in the northeast corner. They're both carved from marble, and on the larger one is carved a beautiful weeping willow tree. Wow. In the northwest corner stands a magnificent chest of drawers, and the walls of this hall are lined with shelves that display various relics and Elven works of art. Directly across from you, the hall curves outward and forms like a a semi-circular area. And you know that above it is the terrace where you found that brazier earlier. Yeah. And within this area, is a round table surrounded by padded stools. And all the way down on the southern wall is a closed wooden door. Cool. What an ornate room. Esmea. Yeah. There must be
1: loads of stuff here your bag. <laughs> you got a bag of holding too. Don't forget. OK, can I go and inspect this chest of drawers? Sure.
3: I'm gonna follow him because I don't want to split up the party too much in case we get it attacked. I'm
2: gonna go in too. Okay, as you guys
0: are making your way in, everyone roll a perception check.
3: I be happy to do so. 22.
0: 15. Ooh. 22. Okay, so Esmir, since you're looking for stuff for the apartment, <laughs> uh, something catches your eye on the mantle of the smaller fireplace. It's a fancy set of Uh, silver candlesticks set with red garnets. Ooh,
2: wow, that's cool. I'm gonna go check those out. And
0: Jake and Cullen, uh, as you guys make your way around this uh, massive dining table on your way to the chest of drawers, uh, you notice that this hall is pretty filthy compared to the rest of the manor. Scattered about are piles of dirt and grime, and around that uh, round table amidst the piles of filth, Mm -hmm. you spot several more of those torn journal pages. Okay. More torn pages. So, okay, so I want to look in
1: this, uh, before I go and fetch those pages off the floor, um, I just want to inspect these drawers and see, well, I don't want to steal from Flotion, so I'm not gonna do it. Okay, so what do you want to do? I'm gonna go and pick up pages off the floor. I'm gonna follow him. Okay.
0: Esmir, what are you doing?
2: I'm gonna steal shit. (laughs) I'm gonna steal as much shit as I can get.
0: (laughs) So Jake and Cullen, uh, you guys make your way to the round table, stepping around those uh, piles of dirt and filth, and you pick up the torn pages. And you guys see right away that they're more of Shalendra's journal pages. But before you can read them, the piles of filth begin to move. <laughs> shit. I knew it! Everyone, roll initiative. What the... There's
3: a reason why he said there were piles of filth. That just to set the mood.
1: Mood. Well, oh, as soon as these piles of filth come to, they're going to get walloped by some spirit, see? Ugh, 11.
0: 11. I got a 17. All right, Esmir, so you're over at the northeastern fireplace trying to get the uh, candlesticks off the mantle, but they're up there, just out of your reach. That's rude. (laughs) When suddenly uh, you hear Cullen yell, I knew it! And you turn and see um, rising up uh, out of some piles of filth two small creatures that look like uh, rocky hedgehogs with skull-like faces, and they're covered in dirt and grime. And you know right away that they are earth elementals.
2: Okay, okay. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna viciously mock filth. What's the pile of filth guy number one? Which what's his name?
0: Earth grew one.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna viciously mock him. And it'd be like, you know, I was gonna viciously mock you, but you're a pile of filth, so you just did it <laughs> on your own. Stupid.
0: <laughs> and it succeeds. Oh. And he oh, says gosh. something in a language you don't understand.
3: Which translates into, your mama too.
2: Yeah, your filthy language. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to. Easy, come over here and knock these candlesticks off the shelf. I'll grab them as they fall. <laughs> we'll be right over, guys.
0: Is that what you want him to do? Because it's his turn. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he could be giving somebody
3: advantage, but that's more important.
2: He could. <laughs> he could, but you know that, what? Those candlesticks are it's obviously okay. more important. <laughs> I was in the middle of something. I got this, I got interrupted. <laughs> I yelled over my shoulder, vicious mockery, and it didn't work. But I'm like, I got to finish what I started. <laughs> well, maybe if he put a little effort
3: into it, you know, <laughs> that's okay. We'll take care of this.
0: <laughs> All right. So AC swoops in and knocks the candlesticks off the mantel. And as they fall, Roll a dexterity check to see if you can catch him. <laughs> At
2: a plus eight, twenty-one.
0: Oh, wow. 21. Wow. Okay, you easily catch him.
2: I catch it and then I spin it in my hands like drumsticks.
1: <laughs> and then you just throw it in the bag like of holding. <laughs> drop them into the bags. Yeah.
2: It was Esmir in the dining room with the candlesticks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, AC. Then I hold them up, and I show them at the guys. I show them at the guys. I'm like, hey, how are the, how's the bell going over there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to see you got your, your candlesticks. All right, Cullen, some small, rocky creatures have suddenly come up from the ground and are poised to attack. What are you
3: going to do? Um. Okay, so swing with the vicious axe. Let's see how my blade is against this rock. Oh, was that thirteen? Thirteen hits. That hits. Ten points of damage. Wounded. Um, swinging again with the axe. Oh! oh, oh uh, natural
1: one.
2: Baloney. Yikes. Uh, whiff. Do you have a um, inspiration point?
3: Uh, no. We he gave us one, and then I immediately used it, and it immediately failed. So. Bull I have no I have nothing. I've got one. Okay. Well, I hope it doesn't go to waste. But I'm glad to take it.
1: I hope it doesn't yeah. go to waste either. I'm go not for sure it. ones are
3: stupid. Um, I'm gonna go
0: for it.
2: <laughs> Come oh, on! Two. Yay! What
0: the hell, well, two's definitely better than a one.
3: Well, I'll take that as a not not hurting myself and move on. Right? Yeah. Exactly.
0: Your axe just bounces off its rocky hide.
2: Pilot garbage.
3: Hot garbage. So, Phylon Longsword for the final swing. And a 13. Which hits? 13 hits. It's like the first time. Oh, six points of damage. So, you put six him six in heavy. Them heavy, though. That's good. If these dice were a little hotter, he'd be dead, but that's all that I can do.
0: All right, Jake. So, you fought uh, fire and air and now earth. What are you going to do? Okay.
1: I'm going to cast Sacred Flame onto. Earth Grew, number one. He fails. Oh sweet! So he takes two d8 radiant, doing a whopping three points of damage. Ah, uh, you rolled a one and a two. <laughs> what
2: the? Just oh, going fudge. out here.
1: But that's Fast okay
2: bounce.
1: because that's gonna be my that's gonna be my turn, uh, which goes into their turn. So mm-hmm. start rolling.
0: Yeah, spirit guardian time. So target both grooves and then roll their wisdom saving throws. One succeeded, one failed. All right, roll the damage.
2: Uh Oh, Oh,
0: wow. Okay, so you killed number one and wounded number two. Right on. Sweet. All right, one down.
2: The sexy librarians took out the Garbage piles. (laughs) Hopefully hopefully
1: he doesn't take me
0: out. I only got 25 hit points. Okay, so this Gru watches as his buddy disintegrates into a pile of dirt and rubble, and then it turns to Jake. Now, you don't
1: want to do that, Earth Gru, do you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It attacks with its rocky claws. And he misses! It just barely misses with a 16. But it swings again. Miss again! And misses again. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and then the groove begins to spin as it burrows into the ground and disappears. Oh,
2: What? Bunch of babies. Oh, you
0: ran away. They always run away. They always run away.
2: This place is full of a bunch of babies.
0: All right, so you're shoving candlesticks into your bag as the boys are battling earth elementals. What do you want to
2: do now? Do I see anything else cool in this place?
0: Uh, yeah. You see lots of cool elven knickknacks around the room.
2: Ooh, knickknacks. Are there any elven doilies? (laughs) Uh,
0: No, you don't see any elven doilies.
2: Ah, I'm in the market for some elven doilies.
0: (laughs) Maybe there's some in that cabinet of drawers over there.
2: I'm to go look in the cabinet.
0: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: said the DM. Can I, uh, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna inspect the cabinet doors before I open them. Okay. Since you said that, since it was your su- suggestion.
0: Roll an investigation check. <laughs> Suddenly investigation. the drawer opens and it's filled with teeth. Ooh.
2: How about a 26?
0: Ooh. It looks like an ordinary cabinet. Yeah, I'm going to open it. Okay, and what's AC doing?
2: AC's just going to come back behind me.
0: Okay, Cullen, you and Jake have taken down one Gru, but the other one has disappeared underground. What are you going to do?
3: I have a bad feeling he's going to just pop back up out of the ground again. So I'm just going to stay here back to back with... uh, Actually, i tell you what, I'm going to move... I'm just going to go over here by Esmeralda and in case it pops up over here. Okay. Because I have a feeling he's just going to pop up somewhere else.
0: Okay, so that was your movement. You want to do anything else?
3: Well, I'm going to, my action is going to be the the dodge action. So if something happens, I can dodge. I will dodge it. Okay. Dodge action days.
2: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
0: All right, Jake. Esmir's rummaging through the cabinets, and Cullen's standing next to her, acting all... Yeah,
1: so I am gonna move away from the filth and go to the other side of the table, down now by that big fireplace. Okay.
2: I love you, my little
1: angels. (laughs) Call me Charlie. Keep spinning and spinning
0: around me, getting me a little dizzy though. Then we cut to Esmir rummaging through the cabinets when suddenly the ground beneath you, Esmir, begins to rumble.
2: Uh oh, guys! Filth monster!
0: <laughs> and bursting out of the floor is the Earth Grew. And it takes a swipe at Esmir with its stony claws. It misses with a 12. And it swings again. And hits with an 18.
2: Ooh. I'm gonna use my shield. Shing!
0: Okay, so it's filthy, stony claws slam against your shield. Filthy scum.
2: I'm pilfering here, you moron.
0: <laughs> and then it burrows back into the ground and disappears.
2: Oh, you bastard.
0: Oh, you bastard. And now it's your turn, Esmir. What are you going to do?
2: I'm going to continue pilfering this cabinet here. <laughs> what do I find?
0: Uh, you find some elven doilies. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, the good stuff.
3: They keep the good stuff in the chest of drawers.
2: Omg, oh, guys! This is gonna be fantastic. How many of them are there? I'm gonna take them all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's like, there's like 20 doilies. 20? Yeah.
2: Cause I could give, I could gift these. These are great for gifting. Who doesn't want an elven doily?
3: But <clears throat> wouldn't friends of Lord Flo, or you know? The Flotion recognize this, <laughs>
0: the design. Yeah, they've got a willow tree and a big elven F embroidered on
2: <laughs> Yeah. My mom made these. Her name is Fiona.
0: Mm. All right, so your turn is stealing doilies. Yeah.
2: I'm stealing doilies. That's the name of my autobiography. <laughs> stealing
0: doilies. Is AC gonna do anything?
2: Um, no.
0: Cullen, the grooves just disappeared underground again. What are you going to do?
3: I'm going to move into a position flanking Esmeralda so that it's limited to where it can pop up. And this time, my prepared action is going to be, um, I'm going to attack if he pops up in front of us or next to Esmeralda.
0: Okay.
2: Cool. And Esmir's is going to say to Cullen, you just earn yourself one doily.
3: <laughs> Hi, thanks, I guess.
2: No prob.
0: So Jake, you uh, you look over and you see Cullen and Esmere over at the cabinets. Uh, esmir has got her magic shield spinning around her, but half her body is inside the cabinet as she continues to pilfer.
2: <laughs> Jake, I got doilies. Jake, I got the doilies. I love
1: doilies. They're just not ours.
0: <laughs> it's your turn, Jake. What are you
1: going to do? I'm going to be concerned for my friends back there. Um, I want to I wanna continue on, but they're back there. And I look down at the southern door and realize if I go down there, they'll never be able to catch up to me in time because this is a big room. Yeah, it's huge. So... I'm going to look back toward them, and I'm going to, uh, move back closer to them so that my, um, spirit guardians are going to be protecting them mm. as well. Okay.
2: Hey, girls. How's it going?
1: Esme, grab your doilies and let's go.
2: We gotta examine the room. There's more stuff to check out. You got your candlesticks? You have your salt and
1: pepper shakers? You have your shot glasses? <laughs> Not
0: yet. And as you make your way over to the cabinets, the ground in front of you begins to rumble and crumble apart, and out pops the earth groove. Right in front of me? Yes, so go ahead and target it and roll its save against the Guardians. You Mr. McGrew.
2: failure,
1: failure. <laughs> you. Oh, I Good failed.
2: Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. McGrew.
1: 3d8 radiant damage to you. Oh, 12 points, but he only goes in the heavy. Oh, wow.
2: Someone whack
0: him! <laughs> <laughs> and it attacks. Just misses with an 11. <laughs> and it attacks again. Missed. This- Misses with a 14. Oh, yeah. And again, it spins like a drill and burrows back into the floor, leaving another pile of filth in its wake. God, that bastard. I almost had him. And then we cut to Esmir in the cabinet. What are you going to do, Esmir?
2: Um... What else is there on the, that we could examine here?
0: Well, there's lots of things on display on the walls all around the room. Does anything catch my eye? Uh, sure. Roll a D100. Ooh. 13.
2: That's gotta be something good.
0: So what catches your eye is a massive tooth.
2: Ooh. It looks like
0: a, like a fang from some massive creature.
2: This'll go in with my tooth collection. I got the teeth oh, no. from the... I got the teeth cloaker from the... Cloaker tooth.
0: You turned into a necklace cloaker, Jerry. And I
2: got the teeth from the poor people that died in the big hole.
0: Oh, yeah. Your human halfling and dwarf teeth. Oh, God.
2: Let me go check it out. Where is it? Uh,
0: It's on a shelf uh, between the windows behind the round table.
2: Okay. I'm gonna go over there. Okay. And
0: again, it's, it's up high, out of your reach.
2: <gasps> oh, boy. Power root. AC! AC, give me an assist over here, buddy. <laughs>
0: All right, Cullen. Uh, Esmere continues her pilfering spree. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's an earth crew somewhere underground. What are you gonna do?
2: Yeah, what can you do? What can you do when the earth crew isn't there?
3: You might as well. Well, ilfer. if we would all get gathered together and take the action of
2: the oh, prepared action. Oh, now you're mature. Maybe, okay. You know,
3: but that's just me. And I'm gonna go over by Esmeralda and. Do the same thing. (laughs) He's following me around. Preparing to attack whatever attacks me.
1: And I have to keep on following them around because you keep leaving the circle of protection. (laughs) Yes.
2: This is called payback from the time you would run off and go do something dumb and I'd have to save you. What? (laughs) (laughs) Wrong (laughs) friend. I'm talking to both you guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't run off
2: no all right
0: Jake Esmere and Cullen are now by the uh, by the round table and Esmere's hopping up and down trying to get something <laughs> off a <his> shelf
1: <laughs> so I want to go back to where the um, to keep them in the circle of protection but I'm going right back to the filth
2: pile no he he's he already came out again
1: I know in a different spot yeah, it's leaving these filth piles wherever it goes. Okay, well, I'm going then next to Cullen, keeping them all into the, the circle of protection. So I'm following them around too. Okay. Can I ready a sacred flame? Yeah. Okay, that's what I want to do. So if he shows his face, he's going to get whacked by the spirits and he's going to take sacred flame to his face.
0: And as you prepare yourself, it pops up right next to you.
2: are <laughs> no,
1: you!
0: I know you,
1: bastard. You're not running this time, Yoshi. And so my my spirits are going to um, circle around him with their hollow eyes. They're going to stir at him.
2: <laughs> They're going to get shushed. You're going to get shushed one last time.
1: He fails. Oh. He fails with a three. He fails, taking 3d8 more of radiant damage,
0: Uh and they just glow, and they Uh kill him. Uh The Guardians slam into the groove and it just crumbles into a pile of pebbles and dirt. Uh Right on. So that's two of those buggers down. Yes, the dining hall is once
1: again quiet. Let's move on. Unless you want to take the curtains
0: as well.
2: Wait, I gotta get my tooth. Get your tooth and let's go. Do I get my tooth?
0: Yes, your partner in crime swoops in and knocks it off the
2: shelf. I catch it. I'm like, ooh. And then do I, can I, do I recognize what it might be?
0: Uh, let's see. Roll a nature check.
2: Nature check. I rolled a nine.
0: Yeah, you have no idea uh, what kind of beast this tooth came from. Mm. Maybe you could ask Lord Floshin. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: yeah. I'll ask him like, "Hey, bro, have you seen ever seen a tooth like this before?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys also found another journal entry in here. Cullen, do you want to read it? I would love to read it. Okay, the fourth entry says, "Still can't sleep, and still no Darfin. What in the nine hells is he doing? That's so important." probably fixing human problems that they created for themselves. Doesn't matter. I haven't made any progress on the Nexus. No matter what I try, there's just not enough magical energy left to power the portals. I need a new source. I need help to find one. The voice in my head says not to worry. Help is on the way.
3: Oh no. Uh Huh? The red wizards have their hooks in her already.
2: Oh, Shalandra. You're going to
1: do something dumb. I think that the, I think the question on the wall, sister, is becoming a lot more clear now.
2: I already called that one a long time ago.
1: I know. I'm saying that the message itself. Yeah. They're manipulating her.
3: No, I think it's, I think that that's unrelated and that that is about, that is to do with Gertrude not being really at rest. Like she figured out a way to get back from the hells into wherever she was at, back to the mortal plane through the ethereal plane, and she did that ritual so that she could come back. And I bet you, if I could have seen the face under the hair, it was Gertrude. So I'm the, the we're still being haunted by that menace.
1: You think that is your assumption?
3: Yeah,
2: but Delphin said it was a rejuvenation spell, a reju- rejuvenation ritual.
3: Well, he said that it sounded like maybe it might be right. But then, of course, she would be rejuvenating herself, right?
2: But you know who else was rejuvenated? Who? If we all recall, uh, at the carnival, Delphin, the narrator in our heads said, he seems different. He seems rejuvenated in some way.
3: But Delphin wouldn't do anything that
2: horrible. Well, he could turn out to be the bad guy. Anyway.
1: Oh, no. I do uh, I am going to go down and listen
0: at the door. Okay, I'll take a perception check. Oh, Jesus Christ. All is quiet.
2: Did you hear anything over here, Jake?
1: No, I rolled a one.
2: I'm going to listen, too, because you're old and decrepit.
1: Yes, I'm going to follow do. Esmeralda. He's only 50. I put my ear horn in my ear, and then when I went to listen to the door, I accidentally pushed in a little too hard and it
2: poked my ear. (laughs) Oh, I got a natural 20.
0: Ooh. All is quiet. Okay, let's go. You open the door and you look into a room that is unmistakably the library. Bookcases line the walls and are filled with books. Esmer and puts her
2: arm out in front of Jake to block it. <laughs> yes.
1: And hold Jake is sitting there just horses. like trying like scrambling her arms away. been <laughs> the, yeah. the books!
2: It's like it helms deep. Hold. 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 I can't hold! <laughs> Get out of my way! <laughs>
0: In the middle of the room sit two tables and two chairs each. At the far end is a circular section with five tall stained glass windows. Each depicts a regal looking elf wizard. And you know that this is the Southwest tower that you guys climbed up to get into the manor. Oh yeah. And within that tower section is a round table. And atop it are haphazard piles of books. Several lay open and many others lay scattered on the floor. And directly to your east is a closed wooden door.
2: The Rico Wizards, this is the Rico Wizard Room. There's gotta be something hidden in here, guys.
1: Yes, books. Knowledge. So I'm actually just gonna beeline in
0: for the books. Which books? There's books everywhere in this room.
1: Okay, so the big pile that's out on the table right now. Yeah. That's where I'm gonna head first. Okay, cool.
3: And I'm following him close behind. While I follow him, I'm gonna look on the ground for like piles of filth. Okay.
2: Okay, Esmir's not going in the room. Esmir's not going in the room just yet. Okay. I'm gonna cover my head like there's the tornado drill.
3: <laughs> I know I just said I'd stand far away from him, but if he gets into trouble, he
0: you know, he's kind of wounded. Yes, you guys are wounded. I am wounded, but you know, it's Jake. Okay, so Jake and Cullen, uh, you guys make your way to the tower section. The stained glass windows glow from the sunlight and cast multicolored patterns on the table of books. It kind of feels like a cathedral in here. And Cullen, you're keeping an eye out, and you don't see any uh, any piles of filth or anything that looks out of place. And Jake, you start looking over all these books, and Esmir, you're at the door watching them, and so far, no explosions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, I'm going to come in and go to this table and look to see what's on the table.
0: Okay. And Jake and Cullen. Uh, you guys quickly surmise that someone has been doing some research, because all the books on this table deal with the same topic. Dragonspear Castle.
3: Uh-huh. Ooh. Dragonspear Castle. I wonder if that's the vision that we saw when you looked into the mind of the wizard.
0: And Esmir, uh, you're uh, taking a look around these other tables, and you find more of those torn pages. Ooh.
2: I got another page here, guys.
0: I'm thinking that there's definitely a portal at Dragonspear Castle. Well, what do you know about Dragonspear Castle? Can I roll a history? Sure. A 20, a dirty 20. Yeah, you've heard of this castle. It was once a dwarven fortress here in the Western heartlands. It was built upon the high moor near the southernmost tip of the Misty Forest. Uh, You know several wars were fought there, and that it's now just a ruin. But other than that, you don't know much else, because, you know, you're not from around here. Right. But you see a book on the table that's titled A Historical Treaty of Dragonspear Castle.
1: Oh. Oh, so you can read it. I think this would make fine bathroom reading. Read it now! (laughs) (laughs) But I have to go to the bathroom. I want to know what it says!
0: Well it's a pretty thick book. It's gonna take a while to read it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be it's
1: gonna be your bedtime story. Oh wow, it's on the map. Dragonspear Castle. It's on the way to Baldur's Gate. Oh, I see. Dragonspear yeah. Castle. Uh-huh. That's quite the journey. Interesting. There's a portal there.
0: I guarantee it. What are you doing, Esmir?
2: Um, I'm gonna make my way over to those guys, but I'm gonna stop over at this cabinet here, whatever did, this did is.
3: Did you read that journal yet?
2: No, I was gonna go come by you guys. Oh,
3: here, let me take that. I'd like to interpret this for you if I could.
2: Yeah, check it out, read this, what does it say?
0: Entry five reads, every time I leave the bedroom, their faces greet me. They mock me. I can hear them snickering when I walk by. How these weak creatures won my father's love is beyond me. How they took the north from us is a disgrace.
2: This continent needs to be cleansed in fire.
0: Oh,
1: man.
2: Okay. Are we going back in time, the journal entries, or forward in time?
1: Forward. Interesting.
2: Okay, she's, she's gone back into her old ways. Um, Well,
3: she obviously regrets what she said to her folks. or to her dad and to her brother, but she doesn't regret her hatred of humans. It's quite disturbing. She's gross.
1: Regarding Dragonspear um, and all of these books that are here,
0: are there any others that I might be able to... um... Well, this history book you picked up, it looks like it contains everything you'd need to know about Dragonspear.
1: Okay, cool. Right on. So I want to investigate the other
0: bookshelves. Okay, you scan the shelves and they contain countless books on countless subjects. This is the most books you've seen since The Silent Room. And you know, you could easily spend weeks in here. Yeah. And though many of them look interesting and historic, uh, none seem particularly valuable. Okay. But one book catches your eye. Something about it makes you look twice. It's a leather-bound book with a gold question mark on its spine. Ooh. Ooh. I
1: want that. Is it called Sister? <laughs> so I I pull that out and I wanna investigate the cover.
0: Okay, you slide it out, and it's titled The Questioner: A Lifetime of Questions and the Search for Knowledge by Pertelope.
2: Ooh. And you
0: open it to the first page and you see that it's a biography on someone named Caterly Bonaducci a cleric of Agma holy cow this and I just shove it into my bag of holding.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh! And I just start, oh, no, no, no. I see. <laughs> you know, and sky. he remembered he had a bag of holding. <laughs> no, this isn't,
1: this isn't pilfering as much as it's keeping it in safe hands, you see. Away from the red wizards. <laughs> this manor, and I hold my arms out at, the, at my sides, this manor has been taken over. It is being filthified by these <laughs> bastards. Violator. So I'm taking this for safekeeping. Back to the silent room, you'll see. <laughs> Let's I'll see discuss you. it with Agma later on.
0: And you see there's even a drawing of this Catterly Bonaducci, and he looks like this. Ooh. Oh. He's got a cowboy hat on, and he wears a bandolier of crossbow bolts across his chest. Yeah. And he's got this, like, holstered hand crossbow on his hip. He looks kind of like a Wild West gunslinger.
1: Yeah. He
2: looks like he's a little bit full of himself.
3: He looks like a Puritan. Oh, this is cool. All right, what do you guys want to do? I'm going to listen at this door since I'm standing near it anyway.
0: Okay, you take a listen and all is quiet. I'm going to do the sneak and peek. You look into a 30 foot long hallway dimly illuminated by a window in the northern wall. This hallway is decorated with all kinds of different ceramic tiles, different colors, different patterns, and all of them are painted with crests. And under the crests are words written in Elvish. At the opposite end of the hall is a closed door. And in the center of the hallway, you see another hallway that
2: heads south. Go in. Go to the corner, no, I'll go to the corner and I'll peek around.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was gonna suggest. You're quiet.
2: Yeah, I go stealthily over here and I'll peek around.
1: And maybe you should peek through the window and see if anybody's out in the courtyard.
2: Okay.
0: So you peek around the corner, and you see another hallway decorated with these uniquely crested tiles. And 20 feet down, the hallway ends with a closed door. There's also a door on both the eastern and western walls. And you see that this section is laid out uh, exactly like the servants' quarters upstairs, right above you.
2: Okay, and then I'm gonna go over to the window and I'm gonna peek out the window.
0: Okay. And you see the central courtyard that you guys observed from upstairs. Its walls are covered in Ivy and it's full of plants and flowers and that majestic blue leafed willow tree with a large boulder at its base. Ooh, Blue leafed, Uh some kind
3: of special elven tree. Interesting.
2: Do we know anything historically about that blue tree?
0: Uh, you know that it's a rare species of willow tree. Uh, you've never actually seen one in person, uh, but you do know that it has some special significance to the elves and definitely to the Flotians, right? Right. Cause you've seen the image of this tree all over the manor.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how a species can be so into cool stuff, but then they can be such jerks sometimes.
3: (laughs) Not all of them hate elves. Just, I mean, sorry, humans, but I guess the ones that do, you know?
2: Yeah, but you know, they're hoity-toity. Anyway, that's what I was just thinking about. Let's keep pillaging.
0: Let's keep pillaging. They could be such assholes. Let's keep pillaging. (laughs) 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 I was just gonna say they probably have a good reason why they (laughs) They, they, why they hate humans. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm
1: not human. I'm
2: not human.
0: Steal their lands. Steal their women. Lie
1: and steal and cheat.
2: (laughs) They can take our wives. And our junk. <laughs> but they'll never take our willow tree!
1: <laughs> hey,
0: everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right, so the party continues to explore the Flotion Manor. They've made it through the second floor and most of the first floor and are getting closer and closer to the basement. Uh, Not any major bad guys so far on this floor. Um, And I didn't tweak the bad guys on this floor for their level. Because remember, uh, we talked about this uh, before, according to the module, uh, they're not even supposed to be fifth level yet. And they're already sixth level. But, you know, I feel that it's okay to, you know, have some easier encounters once in a while. Not every encounter needs to be life and death, Uh, otherwise those deadly encounters won't be as meaningful or as memorable uh, if they, you know, struggle in every single fight. Because in D&D, there are four difficulty ratings for encounters. There's easy, medium, hard, and deadly. Uh, The Dungeon Master's Guide has a section on how to calculate these difficulty ratings. Um, And, of course, there are some great calculators on the Internet, uh, which is what I use when I'm putting together encounters. But even with these calculators and these ratings, uh, it doesn't take into account, you know, bad dice rolls, and it doesn't take into account gallons of mayonnaise, right? So, um, But they are good, you know, places to start from when building encounters. And another reason that I didn't really focus on the bad guys was because I wanted the first floor to be more of a storytelling level where the players uh, learn more about the plot and more about the world. Uh, Shalendra's journal pages have been a great device. The players, you know, they're excited to read each one and it gives them a chance to hear her thoughts, uh, see what she's been up to, and gives them lots to uh, talk and theorize about. And as I've mentioned and used before, uh, another great plot device is books, and of course, having a book-loving cleric in the party makes that even better. Uh, and with the knowledge gleaned from these books, uh, they'll have even more to talk and theorize about. And uh, because you know, I feel that in uh, Dungeons and Dragons, um, figuring out the bad guys uh, can be just as much fun as killing them. All right, I hope you guys are having just as much fun figuring this stuff out with us. Um, And if you are, uh, please consider supporting the show through donations or by becoming a patron and get access to all kinds of outtakes and bonus content. Check out RollRadio.com for more content and ways to support the show. And you can always support us by supporting your dice addiction at FanRollDice.com and use the promo code Roll Radio for 10% off of your purchase. The game we're playing is Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and The Scourge of the Sword Coast module by Wizards of the Coast. All the in-game music and sound effects are from Sirenscape.com because epic games need epic sounds. Alright, thanks again for listening to Roll Radio and make sure to tune in next time as the party figures out more stuff and Esmir steals more stuff for the apartment.